0: I'm letting go of the past and I'm catching hold of my future. I'm already here on the inside but I don't realize it yet. God is showing me step by step who he has created us to be. Are you in process? Uh, Are you allowing God or are you fighting God? (laughs) Because you can be in process and fighting the Holy Spirit because you refuse to change. Refuse to let go. Refuse to forgive. Refuse to walk in something new. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's a fight. It is a fight. It's, a fight. it's, a fight. it's, a fight. it's definitely a fight. Now, I want to say this a mean it, but I'm determined, I'm determined. Yeah. To, press on. to press on. Now, give God some praise. I had to really sit down. That's really the sermon, but I guess I better preach this thing, huh? Yeah. Ephesians 2.10, coming out of the amplifier, and it reads as such. Hmm. We are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, born again that we may do those good works Amen. listen, not for salvation from salvation from salvation you already have salvation because if, because if you don't have salvation your works isn't good <laughs> it's out of darkness let's go on those good works which God predestined planned be, be beforehand. Listen, not only for us, but in us. Amen. You got things in you that you haven't came to yet. Yes, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Taking paths with he pre-prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the what God says is a good life which he has pre-arranged, made ready for us to live. Talk to your neighbor and say, I'm more than a conqueror. Regardless of what I'm going through right now, he has already set me up to win. Now give God some praise. father even now father even now have your way have your way Lord have your way you are in process God has set you up to be a work of art so he may display you to the universe. The problem is, is that many times we don't understand what God is up to. Because we think we can do it ourselves. Well, we're trying to fix ourselves to show ourselves to God. When it's really God that is the potter, we are the clay, and it's him that is who, who has already set in place who we are supposed to be with us without us telling him. If you are the object, if you are the work of art, you don't tell the creator how you should be. <laughs> you, you, you don't make demands. You just let the, the, the artist do what he's gonna do. Artists usually begin with the end in mind. They don't start painting without knowing what they're going to paint. When Michelangelo looked at a block of marble and he was going to do the statue of King David, he already knew, he already saw it before he ever began to chisel away. It was already there. He he didn't start and figure it out. He, He started with the end in mind. Before the foundation of the world, God had who he wants you to be, how he wants you to be, the work that he wants you to do, already in mind, his mind. You know what I figured? That my mind got to catch up with his mind. Which means I got to seek his mind. Amen. Uh, somebody didn't catch, catch that. See, sometimes we too busy trying to be what we think. Uh-huh. Instead of getting before him saying, Lord, show me. Lord, teach me. Lord, mold me. It's the difference between Cain and Abel where, where Cain brought what he wanted to bring and then got mad because it was rejected. And Abel brought what God told him to bring. And there was a submission before obedience. Because until we have a spirit to submit, once we submit it's not hard to obey. Once I submit it really doesn't matter what he tells me to do because I've already said yes. Many times what we do is we want to know before we submit because I may not like what he tells me to do and and I, I didn't know that we had choices and still can get blessed. My brothers and sisters, the process of becoming what God has in mind means that we got to trust him. You have no clue. You really have no clue what God want to do with you. You really have no clue what God has in you. God is waiting on a man or a woman, our child, that is, that is willing to trust him and submit and let God take you through the valley, take you through the desert, take you through the storm, put you in the fire, so that we may become what he has already ordained and purposed for us to be. I just heard somebody say something, and and, and I'm glad you said that. Most of us think to do. That's purpose. But no, it starts with to be. You, You can't do unless you let him make you to be. I don't care how much I teach a dog to be a duck. I can make him bark like a duck. I can teach you how to walk like a duck. But at the end of the day, (laughs) he's a dog and not a duck. But, but, But wait a minute, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Where did we get this to do from? Where did we get this work from? Satan. Adam had no problem in the beginning with God, and, and they are just being with God. They are, they are his children. I heard one, 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 one well-known preacher said, well, well, they were friends. No, he was their Father. They got their identity from him. He was downloading into them. And Satan came along and said, you don't need him. You can do it yourself. And we are still being captivated by that same lie because we're trying to find significance in what we do, who we think we are, instead of finding our significance in being a child of God. It's him. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think God is in process of deprogramming us. Now, hold on now. Deprogramming means he is trying to change the way we think because our thinking of in the world has been jacked up. The way we find significance The way we find value In the world is so jacked up We compare ourselves to one another Wait a minute if Your fingerprint is unique You are unique You're not supposed to be like Anybody else So why are you concerned About what they think The only one that matters Is about what God So we ought to be chasing God, saying, I'm looking to you. I'm looking to you. Listen, 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 listen. In Colossians 1, 15 and 7, bring that up. Colossians 1, 15 and 7. Watch this. God, Paul is writing to the church of Colossians, because they're having problems because people has come saying that Christ isn't all that. So Paul writes this whole entire book dealing with the primacy, the supremacy of Christ saying, y'all don't really know who he is do you? I think that we can say that today, that that, that there is a battle, there is a war going on about the importance of Christ in salvation. Let me just say it right here. He is salvation. Yeah. There is no other name by which you must be saved other than the name of Christ. He is it. In everything, he is it. Watch this. How he is the exact likeness of the unseen God, the visible representation Representation of the invisible He is the imprint of his image Which means that when you see him You see God Because he is God He's God who took on flesh He's God who became one of us To do for us What we could not do for ourselves That's love Hold on, hold on, hold on This blows my mind That puts us beyond the angels That put us beyond all creation because God did not leave his, 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 his place of, of, of being ooh, glorified and wrap himself in nothing else. He became like us because he loves us that much. And then we look into the world for significance. Then we going not let somebody say we nothing and we, we wear that. Let me say this. For a lot of people, your past was Satan set up so that you would never come to know how much purpose you have in you. So, he, he, molestation, rape, and all that happened to a lot of people because Satan saw a, a, a little piece. Of evidence of what God wanted to do and Satan wanted to get in our heads about us. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the greatest things that you can ever do is just lay that at His feet. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us we don't even realize but we grown, but we still being controlled by stuff in the past. You know, that's why, that's why you can't keep walking around the unforgiveness, because as long as you don't forgive, you are still in bondage to whatever. I mean, I mean, I mean, stuck as Christians, stuck in the process, because we're not giving true, 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 True faith, true understanding of who Christ is. Listen, in heaven and earth, things seen, things unseen, which means he created all of this. Out of nothing, he made everything. Listen, not God the Father, God the Son. When you see God speaks in, in Genesis 1, that's Christ that is creating. He said, our rulers, our authorities, all things that were created and exist through him, by his service, by his intervention, and watch it, and it was for him. So what that means? Everything about you. Your gifting, your talent, your cuteness, your, 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 whatever it is that you put a tag on and say that me, God gave it to you. And not only that he gave it to you, but he's keeping you right now. And since Christ is doing all that, don't you think he knows who you are? Then why in the world will we find our identity, our value, our importance in anyone or anything else I think that that is the greatest damage that Satan did was that he stole our identity he stole our image and when you don't know the origin on which you come from you don't know the source of where you going when you recognize you know me better than I know myself. So, Lord, instead of looking every place else, I make a choice to look to you. <laughs> instead of trying to find myself in every and everything else, I, I, Lord, you show me. Lord, you teach me. Lord, you guide me. When I feel down and out because things didn't go right, I go to my heavenly father and say, you love me. (laughs) You love me. My my brother and sister, we, we turn to everything else to get our fix. Why don't you go to the fixer who is the author and finisher of your life because he's the only one that got your fix. Let's, let's go let's, 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 let's. He, he himself exists before all things. In him, all things consist, co- cohere, is held together. What I'm saying is, is that, that everything should be blowing up because of the interaction of the molecules. But, but what holds everything together, he says, Christ. You will lose your mind if he wasn't keeping your mind. <laughs> Satan sees his mark, God's mark on you. And he tell and Satan have to say, oops, can't touch her. Oops, can't touch him. I, I'm so glad that we can't see the array of enemies that is against us but i'm so glad god sees it and he got you in the midst of it all did you know that as long as you are on your purpose that even death can't touch you till god says so and here we are running around afraid well i'm scared to go here hold on hold on be wise take care of yourself but but you don't arbitrarily die as a child of god but there's a set time for you to die And if you are on your purpose, I don't care what the doctor says. You can't go nowhere till God says it's time for you to go. God is the beginner of your life, and he's the ender of your life. Just be about your purpose. Be about praising and serving him. We we have to continue in this metamorphosis. We have to continue in this chain as we renew our thinking because if we stay in the old thinking, we stay the same. We resist change, but change is good. (laughs) Change is good. Change make you stretch your boundaries. Change make you think a new way. to, to change. You know, sometimes sometimes you ought to go home a different way. Yeah. Sometimes you ought to read a book that you don't think you're going to like. Just yes. and, and we keep on thinking the same way with the same attitude. Listen, some of us hold on to stuff that we know is wrong. Oh, did y'all hear that? Somebody didn't hear that. You know it's wrong, but because you're comfortable with it. I guess I'm too old to change. <laughs> You're only 40. Yeah. <laughs> and what it is, we are afraid to step out of our box. We're afraid of what we don't know. We were afraid to try something new. I never ate that before. Well, you don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Nah, I don't wanna try it. At least taste a little bit of it. i I, I not to. <laughs> you know, I knew I didn't like chips. <laughs> I didn't like the smell of it. I didn't like the look of it. Someone said if you put hot sauce on it, I put hot sauce on it and I took a bite of it. I knew I didn't like chilies. But I tried it. I didn't really know till I tried it. What is it where God is pushing you into something new? And you saying, no, that's not me. Wait a minute. You don't even know you. So how do you know it's not you? My, my brothers and sisters, he says in Ephesians 4, 21 and 24, he says, Indeed, you have, been, you have heard him and have been taught by him. The him is Christ through the Holy Spirit. And what he's saying is, is that Christ is trying to teach you. He's trying to walk with you. He's trying to guide you. He downloaded into Adam and Eve. When you are saved, the Holy Spirit, through the word, with the word, and and by his prompting, he's trying to teach us. Listen, once you close the Bible, is your heart open for the Holy Spirit to guide you? If we keep saying no, God will quit talking. And we quit resisting, and we and we keep resisting the prompting. And I ain't gonna do that. God would say, "It's a relationship. This is not a religion, which means that He should be actively involved in our day. So in the morning time, know what we need to do? Lord, guide me today. Lord, lead me today." Lord, Lord, you you can intervene and interrupt my plan because I give you control of my life. And if you say that consistently, if you mean that consistently, God will start bringing people for you to bless. Did you know that unless you serving somebody, unless you blessing somebody, Unless you're going out your way. We're we're stuck. You know, I love the story. There's two stories that I want to get to. One of them is in John. John 5, 1 and 9. It It is the story of the blind man. This is somebody that's stuck. He's been lame for 38 years. They said that there was a pool that, 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 that when the water stirred, it was an angel that would come down in season, and the first one who touched the water is healed. They said, Jesus, apparently it's a lot of people that are waiting, and Jesus walks up to this one man. He asked him a question. Do you want to be healed? And the man said, every time I try to get to the water. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. on. Jesus didn't ask him that. You know what Jesus said? Do you want to be healed? That's a yes and no answer. And you know what he started doing? Coming up with an excuse. He started complaining about his situation. He started saying, and every time, I mean, he goes through the whole story, and every time I try to roll my way, somebody beats me, so I guess I'm stuck. How many of us, this sounds like us? I think sometimes all of us are here. God God, God ain't asking us about the situation. He already know the situation but he's asking us, do you want to move forward? Do do, do, do you want me to heal you? Do you want me to take you where I want you to go? And and, and instead of answering yes Lord, I trust you Lord, we start with every time I try Listen, God God is saying, do you trust me in spite of your circumstance? In fact, I I put you in this circumstance so I can lift you up out of it so that everybody will know that it's me. I put you in in an impossible situation where you can't help yourself because, because if you could do it, you would take the credit for it. But I'll wait until you recognize you can't do it. And then I step in and ask you, do you want me to do it? When he gets through talking, Jesus has mercy on him, grabs his head and says, stand up and walk. But you know who I love? I love Brian, Brian Mayers. Oh, yes, I do. You know why I love blind Barmaeus in Mark 10? Because he has all the obstacles (laughs) before him. Number one, he's blind. And when he hears that Jesus is there, he starts crying out, Have mercy on me, son of David. Saying son of David, I believe you're the I heard what you're doing. I heard what you're about. So, so, so have mercy on me. And the scripture said that the crowd told him, be quiet. They probably said, shut up. You know how we are. You know, you know what I don't get? They're right next to him, and they're not calling him. But this man knew he was in need. Before he can touch you, before he can heal you, you got to know that you need him. You got to humble yourself and recognize that, that Lord, I'm in need of you to touch me. I'm in need of you to heal me. Lord, I don't like where I'm at. I know I'm not where you want me to be. So I choose you today. Touch me today. Heal me today. Break me today. Mow me today. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They said the more the obstacle told him to shut up, the louder he shouted. Somebody not shouting enough. Somebody not crying enough. You done gave up too soon. My- watching is how bad do you want it? there, 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 there got to be some pushing you. you. there got to be some, if you really want your breakthrough, you got to go till you can't go no more. If you really want to do something big for God, you got to take the criticism, the, the, the backlash, even folks that Folks that ought to be cheering you would be the folks that will talk about you. But you gotta make up your mind. I'm gonna get my blessing. Is there anybody in the house that got a made-up mind that if nobody else gets your blessing, you're gonna get your blessing? Is there anybody in the house that's crying out, shouting out, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me. Says that Jesus here and stop. Hold on, hold on. You know what's so so awesome about this? He tells the people who was telling the shut up to tell him, come forth. You know what that tells me? God will use the folks that are against you. God will use the folks that try to stop you that set you up for your blessing. Listen, don't get bad. Don't get back. Don't get mad. They say, I can't wait because God's going to use you to bless me. You're going to open up the door as I walk through and you're going to still be where you are. God, God's God gonna use you to, to make a way for me. In fact, you don't know it, but God is using you to take me higher. Listen, your enemies make you pray more. Your minions make you get you on know, your knees more. Don't get mad. Start praying. Start calling. Start leading. As a deer thirsting after the water brook. Myself to don't talk about all you please. Cause the more you talk about, I'm going on my knees. Hold on, you may, you may, you may, you may, you may not catch this. No, they act like they like him. Be of good cheer. The master calleth you. If you're not careful, you will miss this. He takes this cloak that he's wearing that identifies him as being blind. He takes it off and he throws it. You know what he's saying? I don't need you no more. Wait a minute. He hasn't been healed yet. Nothing has happened yet, but he knows in his spirit that a change is about ready to take place. Is there anybody here that's going through something and it looks like it's going from bad to worse, but you know, your spirit that a change is going to take place. You know what you need to do? You need to start getting ready. Start making room for your blessing. Get rid of stuff that you've been holding on to. Get wrong of bad thinking. Throw it aside. Stand up and make Is there anybody at home? You don't like the circumstance? And you've been waiting for a very long time. Start cleaning up. Start sweeping up. Put away the things that you say, I don't need you no more. And make your way to Jesus. Uh, uh, uh. He said, what is it? You want me to do? Hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, "You have such faith that whatever you want me to do, and I already know what you want me to do, but I want you to say." It. He said, "Give me my sight." Did you know there were a lot of other people there blind? Did you know everyone around Jesus needed something? Yeah. Did you know that according to the story, nobody else got healed but barred You know why? He had the nerves to be different. He had the nerves. That trust God with an unconvenient. He had the nerve to call out his name. See, God is waiting on somebody that don't care what people think. He's waiting on somebody that you don't have to run with the crowd no more. He's waiting on somebody that dares to be different. Because when God begins to change you, you can't be like everybody else. You can't like everybody else. You can't hang out like everybody else. There's a blessing in store for you. Receive. Receive. If God says you're healed, you're healed. If God said you're his child, you're his child. You need to speak to yourself. By a message, I'm going to get healed. Shut up. I'm going to get healed. Shut up. I'm going to get my blessing. Shut up. God showed me something. And whether you believe it or not, I'm going to get what God showed me. Hold on. Hold on. Your blessing. Your blessing. Your blessing is on the way. Don't talk yourself out of it. Don't talk, don't let nobody else talk you out of it. Speak. Speak speak what he speaks say what he says i'm his child washed in his blood i'm blessed and highly favored i sit in heavenly places with christ jesus i'm more To the next level of glory. I know the peace of God is on me. I know I got the joy of Jesus on the inside. I know my change is coming. I know my deliverance is right around the corner. I know God is for me and that against me. I know my enemy gotta sit down before me. I know. What's coming out of your mouth? What are you saying? Because what you saying is you eat. And what you eating, you will become. Of two people with one savior. There's others who walked away and got nothing. Their talk their unbelief kept them stuck. Right? Where? They well speak it. Speak the word to yourself. Speak the promises to yourself. If you got a cry speaking it. Those of you that are viewed, I hope you know him. Don't let this time pass you by. Receive Jesus as your Savior, as your keeper as your healer, as your way maker, as your salvation. Just ask Jesus to come into your heart. That I believe that you died and rose for my sin. Lord, come into my life. I give you myself the 400 number. 51 third, If you call that a minister, will ask. You. There's ministers here. If you're in the house today and you're not sure where you stand with Jesus, I, I, I appeal to you. Make sure that you know him. Make sure you walk with him. They will pray with you. They will talk with you. Lord, even never touch. Lord, touch. Lord, as we come to you, Lord, touch. You know what we need. You know where we're at. So we come in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Touch us. By your hand of grace, that we may be all that you are calling us to be. Give God some praise.